Live from the beautiful city of Stanford, Connecticut, you are listening to the best radio show out there. Hands down, it is indeed the Animal Farm Radio Show. The date today is December the 10th, 2008. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm chilling here with my talk show host, who also doubles as a good sound engineer, oh. Anthony Pax. Thank you very much, Ben. Hello. Yes. Like we mentioned yesterday, Pyatt isn't with us because he's off being a bastard in Atlantic City while I'm stuck here doing this radio show. He's probably still drinking 36-hour <laughs> bender at the poker table. Hopefully uh, he's winning a, some money for us. What a I want to cut. I don't care. Yeah. But anyways, we do actually have a, a very good show for Eddie, uh, everybody tonight. Um, we are going to give an update on the call robe uh, nickname vote yes i do also want to remind everybody that this is a test show so we're not technically live is it still a test show are we still doing it is, a well, test we, show? we don't have the phone lines in yet um and we don't have our bits all really set up yet so it is still kind of in its test phases although uh, we are on an isdn line and we are kind yeah. of sounding the way that we want to sound um so we are making great progress yes. there um but we are going to be covering the latest news the latest animal farm analysis and of course the nuts the bonkers and the horrendous straight ahead you are on the farm the law is that guy that wears that badge and a gun. That's the one that puts you in jail. That's the law. So do you men lack confidence? Need some help in that intimate area? Well, now we have the answer for you. The Animal Farm Radio Show. All right, folks, AnimalFarmShow.com is the website. I'm drinking coffee, as always, uh, and Ben is actually doing beer, so it should be a pretty interesting combination. Yeah. We indeed have some interesting results and updates for you on the Carl Rove uh, voting. We did, uh, Ben obviously being very famous here on the Animal Farm for naming uh, undesirable people, politicians, people in media, and fear mongers alike. Uh, so Ben had come up with three names for Carl Rove, uh-huh. uh, Dingleberry, Brown Streak, and... Uh, the the most popular one seems to be Buttloaf. Yeah, people. Uh, I yes. guess they they associate Carl Rove with Buttloaf, which is a, a a good thing, I guess. You know. I guess you know. I, all three names. I got to tell you, Ben. I I was impressed. You came with you know came up with those on the spot, <laughs> and I'm really impressed <laughs> with how you just did it. You know, like on mind. the fly. Uh, <laughs> that's hey, that's, hey. Hor- that's a horrible talent. No, what you is know, wrong no, with me? not if you're a radio talk show host and talking about uh, our country. <laughs> no, it's a very good talent, I think. And uh, I'm proud of you, frankly. You're you're one of my good friends, of Thanks, course. Dude. But I'm proud of you, kind of like uh, a brother. But anyway, yeah, we'll give you the update of that. And then I also, Ben, if you, I, I really would like for you to share the other names that are in stone now. I know you kind of you flip flop on the the Brian Kilmeade. Um, what was his name? Uh, I guess Hemroid or something like that. No, he was Skidmark. He was Skidmark, yeah, right? He was then, Skidmark, but then uh, then we we gave that to Shepard Smith. That's right. Because Shepard Smith uh, had Ralph Nader on his show, and uh, but but Brian Kilmeade will get another one. He we, will. Uh, did we even cover that Shepard Smith got arrested? No, he no. got arrested. Well, we'll talk about it. I have to dig up Get the, other... the hell yeah, out of here. Yeah, he got arrested. He, like, I think he assaulted a woman or something How like that. How did I not know about it? Of and course he assaulted his, a woman. His, his what up? 
His mug shot just says it all. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But we what do. A streak mark. Streak. <laughs> no. Well, anyway, we, 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 skid mark. yeah. And I want you to kind of get that on the record, Ben, because we haven't shared that with all the new folks that are listening and and all these things. And, and then one thing before the crazy and the unbelievable, I do want to say thanks once again because we really do appreciate this. And um, we, we've been getting a lot of emails and just everything from uh, advice about how the show sounds uh, to different songs to play and you know different ways to get phone lines up. I mean, every single thing you could think about. And ben, offers to help. Offers um, to help. And um, moderate the forums, post stories, just great, great, yeah, great. Yeah, of course, like always, uh, Dan and Ray, you guys are just great contributors. We appreciate it, so thank you. Brent also had an idea about the deck of cards and what we can call it. We'll get to that later. Oh, okay. But Brent did vote for Butloff, just to p- put that on record. I know you already have that number in Butt your... Love. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe how popular Buttloaf is. And yeah, I'm, Buttloaf. I'm a little bit surprised. I thought maybe Dingleberry would have a little bit more of a... Uh, following here, but we'll get yeah. to that. Justin uh, also sent us a great article about aspartame out of Mercola.com. We may get to that. If not, I did delicious that on our site. So, folks, once again, AnimalFarmShow.com. Check it out, and you can see it's a great, great little, uh, I guess almost like a thesis, uh, almost like a paper. It's like a, a long article, but it's really more of a historical uh, documentation, if you will, about mm-hmm. the history of melamine and how it is, and how it was introduced, and how it is eventually introduced into aspartame, and how it's you know called aspartame and what it does. But you try to talk to people about that, and they don't even listen. But then, and once uh, once more time, thank you, uh, Leonard, and I'm going to read some of the great articles he sent to me for the interesting, yeah. the sickly, the unbelievable, and the nauseating. And I'll start right away. I don't understand. I cannot seem to put together. Uh, give me the give me the uh, the drum roll because I can't do it without the drum roll. Uh, you know what? We got a. Oh wait a second. Okay. Do I have the. Drum you have roll? the drum I roll. Do. I do. Actually. Okay. Yeah. All right. We can we can we could roll with the drum roll then. All right. But and and I because I, I have to pres- I have to present it a certain way, man. In my mind. There we go. Okay. I can't seem to make this connection between food and how people are using food to abuse other human beings. But for some reason, we seem to get these. And once again, Leonard, thanks for sending these over. Man allegedly assaults girlfriend with burger. And now we've heard of hero sandwiches. We've heard of a turkey. Yep. I think a, a frozen chicken at one point. And you can understand those are heavy items that, you know, the sandwich, if it is long and... Uh, Hard, you could use it to beat someone, but I don't know about the burger here, <laughs> Ben. Vero Beach, Florida, a Vero Beach man faces a domestic violence charge after authorities said he assaulted his girlfriend with a cheeseburger. I laugh because I don't even read these. I just Jeez. read the headlines and then I read it live. An Indian River County Sheriff's Office arrest report said a 22-year-old man and his girlfriend got into an argument as they sat in a car in front of their home. The report said the man would not let the woman out of the vehicle, so she threw his drink out of the car. And in response, the man allegedly grabbed her arm and smashed the cheeseburger into her face. <laughs> <laughs> the pair got out of the car, and authorities say the man again took the McDonald's sandwich and put it on her face. Food fight. The man was released on a thousand dollar bond Wednesday. I mean, of all things, though, I mean, I guess it's it's better than what he could have used. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and a New Jersey woman sues Pennsylvania sports bar for toilet seat break out of Allentown. A woman is suing Pennsylvania sports bar and restaurant, saying she got stuck inside a toilet bowl for twenty minutes after <laughs> the seat broke. Uh, oh, of course, poor you know, lady. Well, you know, this this of course brings memories back to when we covered the Home Depot incident with the Gorilla Glue. Yep. And how you know men were getting stuck to toilet seats and they had to call the fire department or you know FEMA or whoever. Kathleen Huco of Delran Township, New Jersey. Oh, and the poor lady's getting her name put in the paper. <laughs> That's what because I'm saying, of... dude. If this happened to me, <laughs> if, you know, I mean, if I got stuck to a toilet, I'd call my my friend. Like, look, bring a crowbar and bring <laughs> yeah. some oil and you know olive oil. I don't know Lots anything. I'm not, you know, I would never let this happen. 
Um, <laughs> what the hell are they printing her name in the newspaper for, the poor lady? <sighs> well, I guess, you know, it must have been a hell of a fit to get stuck in a toilet. But Kathleen Huko, H-E-W-K-O, just in case you're taking notes, of Delran Township, New Jersey, <laughs> says she was in the bathroom at Starter's Pub near Allentown when the handicapped toilet seat she was sitting on cracked and dumped her into the bowl. Hopefully it was before she did her business. I don't know. Huko says in her lawsuit filed in federal court in November that she had hip surgery prior to the November 19, 2006 incident and was re-injured when the seat broke. So this is a little bit more to the story here. Oh, man, that sucks. That does suck. The lawsuit named Starters and Kohler Company, the company that made the toilet seat. Representatives from both companies said they couldn't comment. So, I mean, she's suing the sports bar and restaurant, which I, to this day, I mean, this is what, unfortunately, this is where we are. We're in America. People just want to sue like crazy. And, and these mm-hmm. lawyers say, hey, we could at least get this out of the restaurant. Uh I can't understand that part of it. I can't understand I got, the seat, I guess. I gotta go with her uh, because she has hip problems and now she's gonna have to get those taken care of. I can't, I, I can go with her on expecting them to cover the charges because their toilet bowl obviously didn't hold up a freaking with a, human with being. With the sports bar? Uh, oh, is that where it happened though, yeah? It's imp- well, I'm saying she's suing both the sports bar and the toilet seat manufacturer, Ben. Oh, uh, okay. I can understand the manufacturer in, in, in certain degree. Well, no, it depends. Was it, was it because the, the toilet bowl seat wasn't well maintained or I don't should know. have been replaced by the sports bar. I, you know what? This is not exactly a detailed argument here. Yeah. Uh, Leonard, you know, come and on, man. Send us some more information. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. I'm just even, joking. And then even tell you whether she did her business and then fell in Well, and that's, that's what a, I want to know. As, yeah. sick, as sick as I am as a human being, I'd like to know, you know, did she have to... You know, you get the picture, but that's the important. You know, yeah. I guess if the if the restaurant didn't secure the seat, but you know, uh, you know what, man. Take care of your business and don't fall. Yeah, fi- we'll find don't out. Who- I mean, laugh about it. And you know what? I know it sucks. You got to get surgery, but you know what, dude? This is what happens. Anyway, it is what it is. There. You know, for me, that's that's pretty much. I, I have one other thing, which is a little bit better news, Ben. And I'll end my sickly and unbelievable with this. Seventy-year-old woman has given birth. Rajo Devi became the oldest woman in recorded history to ever give birth on November 28th, when the 70-year-old delivered a baby girl in India. Married for 50, 50 years, five zero. She had been trying without success to have a child for much of that time until she entered menopause, which is 20 years ago, Ben. Wow. The Hindustan Times announcing the birth yesterday quotes her as saying, we longed for a child all these years, and now we are happy to have one. Um, yeah, she's 70 years old. I mean, that is incredible. The baby was conceived through the use of a donor egg that was injected with Miss Debbie's 72-year-old husband's sperm. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Once again, no pie. That's Ben. <laughs> but no, you did a good job, good job with that, Ben. And uh, she seems to be a preemie since the embryo transfer took place. P R E M I. Don't really know. M- preemie. Must, yeah, that makes sense. Must preemie. be a woman thing. Yeah. Took place after April 18th, according to newspaper reports, and she was born several, uh, seven months later. So yeah, so this 70-year-old woman, man. So you know what? It's never too late, Ben. It is. Just in case you ever yep. need to know that. Uh, but that's it that's for me. Incredible. That's my sickly and crazy and unbelievable. And of course, there's so much news. A lot of health stuff coming out. Um, I want to get to this later, and I'll, I'll even tease it maybe for the first break. But basically now, Ben, the, we have hit an all-time low, I think, as far as medication and how it's prescribed and the reasons why it's prescribed and the things that humans can, you know, I guess, uh, encounter on a daily basis, everything from your eyelash hurts to restless leg syndrome and whatever. So we, we've talked so much about how we're just way over-medicated as a country and really as a, as a you know, a world. Yes. But let's focus on the U.S. for a bit. We're way over-medicated. Uh, our children are way over-medicated. Our, the adults are way over-medicated. Now, yes. as if things are, not wor- uh, things are not bad enough, we are now having doctors coming out and approving the idea of healthy people taking 
mental medication, such as... That's just how white folks will do it. There you go. That's Obama. Um, we'll get to that, Ben, because I have a, li- right. a huge rant for that. But yes, now we're, we're suggesting that healthy people who are completely healthy also take mental medication, uh, I guess, stimulants to stimulate their mind. Well, you know, human beings aren't, aren't good enough. We're uh, just a, a crappy species. No, and we I need just, to uh, just put ourselves on drugs so that I, we can make ourselves better. Yeah, you know? I, I just think it's big pharma trying to, you know, just really push the boundary. They're making no. so much money right now. They want no. Why not try? You know, it's 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 unbelievable. It's um, it's almost like saying if you're if, if you know for sure that your house will never need water insurance, just get it anyway because whatever you know why not? Yeah. It may help. But anyway, your turn, Ben. Why don't you talk a little bit about your crazies? Um, yeah, I got a I got a crazy here, and this I'm already also, getting I'm already getting way out of out of control. This is also uh, from Leonard that sent this, but this one is just <laughs> Leonard's like our producer now. <laughs> yeah, great. pretty much. You're the man, Leonard. Officials find monkey carcasses in man's luggage. Oh, what? I was gonna talk about that. Just how the hell does something like this happen? Well, the woman's not. Smuggled uh, him in, I think. This, wasn't this the thing where the woman acted as though she was pregnant with the monkey? I don't, uh, let's see. Uh, Go Chantilly, ahead. You read it. Chantilly, Virginia, U.S. Customs official at Dulles International Airport discovered the charred cor- carcasses of three oh. monkeys in the luggage of a traveler oh. arriving at Central Africa. The monkeys have been confiscated, <laughs> are being examined by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Uh, Customs spokesperson Stephen Sapp said a trained dog alerted authorities to the man's bag on Friday. The luggage also contained Deer meat and dried beef, which has been destroyed. Oh, Sap said, man, "It is horrible." <laughs> it's not unusual for foreign visitors to bring exotic foods to the United States, but he says the discoveries were a first. After the confiscation, the man was allowed to enter the U.S. Uh, so I guess he was going to eat them. He was going to eat the monkeys like something. Maybe other. he was bringing it back for his friend. Like, oh yeah, I want some monkey. Bring back some charred monkey. Yeah, thing. that's my favorite little delectable dish. I know this I'll is be like. Have you ever seen the the movie Indiana Jones? Yeah, we eat that crap, man. We oh, do that, man. Well, no, see that the, the that movie the. Um, uh, I didn't see the recent one. The Temple of uh, Doom. Oh, yeah, I've seen the Temple of Doom. Where, the, where they're eating the monkey brains, oh, man? Yeah, I mean, yeah. this guy was probably into that. Well, listen, I guess, you know, it's a, you know, to each their own, I suppose. But, no, I was talking about a different article, Ben, where a Washington – I was going to save this for tomorrow, but, no, why not? We're already on the monkey thing here. Yeah. And we're already oh, coming yeah. up against the first break in a minute. So, um, Washington woman mother convicted of smuggling monkey in from Thailand. This is a totally different – uh, situation. I thought you were. Talk- Everybody's just trying to bury their monkey, aren't they, Tony? What the hell is going on? Now we have a monkey fetish. Spokane, Washington. Check this out, Ben. A Washington state woman and her mother have been convicted in federal court on charges of sneaking a rhesus monkey into the United States. I think I'm pronouncing that right. From Thailand, Gypsy Lawson, age 29, hid the sedated young rhesus macquack, I guess macacue, under her blouse, pretending to be pregnant. When she successfully passed through U.S. Customs in Los Angeles after a trip to Bangkok, her mother, Fran Ogren, age 55, of Northport, Washington, also went on the trip in November of 2007. The two women were found guilty Monday uh, by a 12-member jury on separate charges of conspiracy and smuggling goods into the United States. Sentencing is set for March 3rd. So, yeah, the monkey is <laughs> See, now... See, that type of conspiracy is possible. Well, I mean, you can't even bring a friggin' uh, piece of fruit back from a country because they're afraid about, you know, this and that. And these, these women got a monkey through customs. So, TSA hard at work, there, folks. Huh? Yeah, well, when we get back, I want to talk about this uh, on a lighter note, I suppose. Police taser a man in diabetic shock. Just kidding, obviously not lighter. We shall return, folks. Stay tuned. <laughs> Now, 
now you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238, 1-866-762-9238, or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Help. The superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Before we get back to document, you know, the further documentation, I should say here, Ben, of the fall of the greatest country ever, uh, I do want to present this Carl Rove situation because we didn't talk about it too much. 
after we presented it initially this show. But yes, we are taking votes. Friday will be the the final deadline. We will announce the results of the Carl Rove, um, I guess, potty humor voting contest. I, I'll name it that. The Carl Rove uh, nickname, the new yes. the new Carl Rove nickname. What yeah. he's uh, going to be referred to as on the on the animal farm. Yeah, I mean, basically, the big story here, folks, is that we eventually on the animal farm when we get some money, uh, we're going to put together a little deck of cards. Uh, you know, in Animal Farm fashion. And basically it's going to be all of our enemies, that at least people that we think are enemies. Yes. The, the Bill Crystals of the world, the William Crystals of the world, and, of course, Bush and, and all these people. And that We're on call rove right now, but we need a lot more work. So we're just starting from scratch. And we want you to participate for the first time. This is unprecedented. We're going to allow you to vote. And so far, um, we have three possible names for call rove. And this is all, by the way, in response. If you missed yesterday's show, it's all in response to how rove came out. And this was <laughs> this was the straw that broke the camel's back for me, Ben. I mean, not that it was, wasn't already <laughs> broken, like, way before, but... But yeah, I didn't hate him before, but now yeah, I right. Yeah, I, this is really this really did it for me. Karl Rove comes out and says we wouldn't have invaded Iraq if we knew the truth about weapons of mass destruction, and he was serious about this. <laughs> which you know, I mean, <laughs> on a level of credibility, it's somewhere between the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus. <laughs> I just you laughed know? a booger out of my nose. Good, <laughs> that's really good. Thank God you thank God you have a pop filter, otherwise it would have been all over your microphone. Yeah, um, that's that's really nasty, Ben. Um, anyway, so the vo- the Karl Rove voting contest is is as such, and here here are the three names that we need votes for. Uh, number one is Buttloaf. Number two is Brown Streak. And number three is Dingleberry. I currently, uh, I'm one of two votes for Dingleberry. I, I think that's, that's... Three, actually, now. Oh, there's three now. now. Good, yeah. okay. Well, it's catching up. So far, Buttloaf is in first place by what, six votes? Uh, or it's five. In, it, has, it has a total of five votes. Yes. Okay, so it's Buttloaf. So it is a close race, you know. It's, it's, you Dingleberry's know, only two away. Great. Mm-hmm. But okay. we did get our first Brown Streak vote. Brown Streak was... And that was from my girlfriend, That was Jill. from your, your, your great woman there. So, yeah. okay, good. Well, you know what? The playing field is, is set. And once again, folks, we will announce the results. Final segment Friday, uh, God willing, we will announce the results of this contest. And it will be closed. That's it. You, you know, and I, I emailed Ray and I said, unlike the U.S. politics and elections, your vote actually counts here at the Animal Farm. And we're going to make it's it. You're, we're going to make it work. So, uh, folks, you can get in touch with us tonight. And as always, at least uh, for the time being, until we get phones and all that crap up and running, it is info at animalfarmshow.com. That's always the case. You can also instant message us, AIM, for the time being at Animal Farm Show, and you could also be in the chat room at DeadlineLive.info, and you just click the little chat button there, and you'll see the little room, and, and it should Indeed. be it should be a lots of fun. But yes, I did. Uh, you know, this is on our site. If you don't believe me, yes, Rove did come out and say this. Go to AnimalFarmShow.com, and it's right there. So I mean, you know, we're not making it up here, folks. But this is just, you know, for me, the reason why it set me off just initially is because it's just so blatantly incorrect. It's such a it's such a blatant lie. I mean, you know, we know what Bush is lying. We know when this guy's lying. We know that we're yeah. being lied to. Look, that's no big deal. But this is just absolutely. But I mean, you know, their own our own government has come has come out and it has you know has admitted that there wouldn't there were no weapons of mass destruction. And basically, we know uh, additionally because of the Downing Street memo that this was a plan before 9/11. This was going to happen. It was just a matter of time. Yeah. A matter of when. So uh, it's just so much nonsense and so ridiculous. But anyway, um, I will get to this uh, police tasering thing. But you know what? I really want to start talking a little bit about health. I know we we get on health sometimes. And we get off it real quick, but uh, you know, basically, the, the police tasered a man in a diabetic shock. But I don't want to go into a police state rant just yet. And I, I want to kind of keep uh, on. Man. Yeah, I mean, basically, and I'll try to cue up this video. Of course, the videos never work, but scientists now are backing brain drugs for healthy people, Ben. And now, 
you know, this is where basically my blood starts flowing. And when we talk about health or veterans or anything like that, I really get a little nutty. So I'll try to keep my Maybe composure. Maybe you need medication. Yeah. Well, there's no question, according to the government, that I should most definitely be sedated. Uh, healthy people should have the right to boost their brains with pills like those prescribed for hyperactive kids or memory-impaired older folks, several scientists contend in a provocative commentary. College students are already illegally taking prescription stimulants like Ritalin to help them study, and demand for such drugs is likely to grow elsewhere, they say. Listen to this. We should welcome new methods of improving our brain function, and doing it with pills is no more morally objectionable than eating right or getting a good night's sleep. These experts wrote an opinion piece published online Sunday by the journal Nature. Now, I don't know... um, how much money would you be willing to bet that these people have stake in Big Pharma? Yeah. The commentary calls for more research and a variety of steps for managing the risks. As more effective brain-boosting pills are developed, demand for them is likely to grow among middle-aged people who want youthful memory powers and multitasking workers who need to keep track of multiple demands, said one commentary author, brain scientist Martha Farah uh, of the University of Pennsylvania. I'm going to stop there because... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm already starting to get a little hot here, and I, you know, it, it, I don't. Mean, where do you, where do you even begin with this stuff? I mean, just just right off the bat, you want to start from the very from the ground level. You know, raise your hand if you if you honestly, as a human being, raise your hand if you want to be dependent on any medication for the rest of your life. Never mind the monetary issues. Never mind the fact that you're going to have to pay for this prescription, even if yeah. it's covered by Medicare. We'll get to the Medicare issues that people are having in a bit. I want to take it step by step, but yeah, raise your hand. Does anybody, Ben? Do you really want to be dependent on a, on a, a medication to, you know, never mind to, if it's an enhancement thing? Like, oh, I just want to, I want to remember things like when I'm young. But anything at all? I mean, I don't think anybody really wants to be dependent on medicine. But no, let me see, if, let me see if this plays here, Ben. And yeah, there we go. Here's some interesting health news. Uh, some group of doctors from both sides of the Atlantic now say that memory-enhancing drugs, things like Ritalin, Adderall can be used, maybe should be used, even by people who don't have attention deficit disorder. That's what they're intended for. The scientists argue that healthy adults could actually benefit from these things because they boost your brain power, so why not use them? Well, that's a scientific term. Yeah, that, that's that's really good news. <laughs> a few reasons. Dr. Stephen Garner is from Jeez, New York Methodist man. Hospital. Uh, Doc, good to see you. Good to see you. Okay, so they're advocating taking these drugs even when I'm healthy. That just doesn't sound like a good idea. <laughs> so what it does is I have a I brought a bottle of the brain and you it brought increased, your brain. I brought this brain. You've seen it good. before. <laughs> we put, it increases the blood flow to the frontal part of the brain, the part in the front, and that's where the thinking occurs. So the more blood flow you have, the more chemicals that occur in that area, and it helps you to study faster and to retain longer. And actually, the Olympics considers it a, um, a banned substance. I bet. Because, yeah, so, I mean, it's nothing new. Back at the ancient Greeks, apparently, used to take the testicle of a bull and, and feed it to people to become more aggressive. I knew you were going to bring that up, Doc. You couldn't resist. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. And because I'm, it's I'm, healthy. I'm already lost here. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, we're talking about pharmaceutical drugs as an enhancement. And now we're talking about natural cures that people used to do back in the day. First and foremost, so and good, I don't, good, I don't, uh, fiber I, supplement. well, I haven't listened to this entire broadcast, but I'm assuming that nobody's talking about dependency and the idea that your body, everything you give your body as an artificial 
you know, thing. Everything you, you feed your body that's artificial, mm-hmm. there's different dependencies that you can develop. And also, um, the reason for those dependencies is that your brain is saying, well, I don't need to produce something naturally anymore because I'm getting it artificially, so I'm going to lower my production of this. Exactly, yeah. um, Just like with coffee, for example, yep. and I'll, I'm guilty, so I drink coffee, Ben, and I've noticed that occasionally, if I don't have a coffee, if I don't have a, you know, a cup of coffee before a certain time, I might get tired yeah. if I don't get a good night's sleep. So well, that's the, the whole there's point. a simple example. Yeah, your body your body's such a brilliant uh, thing. It just it compensates is. for for every type of uh, in, inaccuracy that it sees out there. Which is you know? Yeah, anything that has if to you, do. Yeah, if you're out in the cold and you're, you you cut, your body makes you shiver so that you get movement and get your blood flowing and heat your body up. I mean, it's a natural uh, it's a natural counterweight to anything that's out there because you know we've we've lived in this world for millions of years and have evolved uh, in terms of you know. Uh, countering diseases uh, and everything like that, yeah. the body just does that naturally. It's yeah. a, it does that on a subconscious layer, so uh, level. So yeah. when these freaking people, yeah, of course you're going to develop a dependency. Well, that's, these that's, drugs. Well, that's yeah. exactly it. And I don't think they talk about that, but that's the idea. It's like, wait a minute, what's going to happen a year down the road when I keep feeding this stuff to my my brain, even though nothing's wrong with me? What's going to happen to me down the road? You know, am I going to have uh, more issues remembering things because I'm not taking these drugs? But, but also the other thing that back in 1930s, dexedrine, which is Speed or amphetamine was invented, and all of our parents or older people had a lot of them took it to help them improve their studying. Yeah. So it's a dilemma. I mean, if one kid can improve his SAT score by 100 points by taking a pill, it's an unfair advantage. Right. Well, let's get to the advantage part in just a second. But first, I want to ask you: Is it safe, though? You know, there are no long-term studies, and it's probably not safe. Probably prolonged periods of time of taking these hypertensive or things that make you hyper. Pills is going to cause high blood pressure, kidney problems, ah, uh, psychosis, honest, huh? and maybe even suicidal thoughts. So. Well, so I, say, I, I didn't listen to this yet, so I'm, 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 I'm glad that they're being fair. So yeah. now they're saying about the health risks, and I'm, all I'm talking about is dependency. It's where people got the idea that it's safe. I don't know. It's never been proven. Doc, okay, so then we get to the question, question of the advantage. If somebody's taking it and they're, they're up against in competition, somebody who's not, what if... Yeah, okay, we were up against a little bit of a break here. I want to play the rest of this clip. We'll do it right out of the next break, and then we'll talk about it. But yeah, folks, I mean... For the love of God, I mean, can we relax with the medicine? Can we go to some natural cures? Yeah, right. Good dream, folks. We shall return, folks. Stay tuned. Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? What if there was a simple, low-cost, and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mileage by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas, and the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. says we'd like you all to start taking these memory enhancing drugs because you'll be so much better on the air things like that i mean it raises a whole bunch of questions i mean the army the british are giving these pills to some of their soldiers to, to prevent battle fatigue and even our government gives it to some of the fighter pilots to stay focused so who is the real jane skinner the jane skinner on pills or, or off pills uh, <laughs> oh boy <laughs> neither that raises a whole other set of questions in addition to that i have to ask you though is it it's it, I really wouldn't mind seeing the Gene Skinner on pills just for entertainment value, but I'll stop legal, there. legal, though, for me, for me today to be go out and using these drugs. I mean, you would have to prescribe them for me for ADD, right? Or is that not right? Well, a doctor would prescribe it for something else, or you can get it off the Internet, and it's very easy to obtain. It is a felony to be in possession of it, so it's a crime, but it's, it's very easily obtained. And then you get peer pressure, like... One, one set of parents want their kids to take it right. because why not get 100 points higher in the SAT? Is it any different than, than him drinking coffee or providing a mm -hmm. tutor or any of the other benefits? And then also what about the poor children right. who can't afford this stuff? So it's all kinds of dilemma. The bottom line is the best way to do well in tests is to have a systematic way to study and to prepare and exercise and use your brain. So you're not uh, giving me the drugs so I'll be smarter than Greg on the air? <laughs> yeah, that's impossible, unfortunately. We're talking about this new thing now out, and it's unbelievable, where scientists are now, I guess, proposing the idea or backing in a study 
Um, at least it's, it, it's called in a commentary, Ben. I don't know if it's a study, but there's no studies have been done yet. Okay. Scientists now are backing brain drugs for healthy people. So even if, you know, somehow in this unhealthy, disgustingly diseased nation, and we are, and I'm not trying to bash America, but let's face it, folks, we are the the most diseased country in a lot of ways uh, by far, at least for obesity's sake. And I know cancer and diabetes. We just talked yesterday, now cancer, they're projecting that's going to overcome heart disease in less than 20 yeah. years. That's we number got a lot one of problems. Yeah. Well, we are just in such a horrible place health-wise and in so many other ways. But anyway, um, even if you are somehow... A healthy person, let's just say mentally, uh, they're now even saying that, yes, you know, maybe it, it might be a good idea to take these brain-boosting drugs like Ritalin because, well, you know, if you're an idiotic parent and you have no sense of reality, you might want your kid to get a higher score on the SAT because why not get into a better government-controlled yeah. indoctrinating institution like a college and pay more money? You know, why not? Yeah, uh, you know, make, your, uh, make your uh, high school uh, quarterback son uh, make him take uh, sure. some Sure. Yeah, some, I mean, it doesn't matter. To, exactly. Know? Everything is today. You know, who who cares if your kid's going to have uh, heart problems 20 years down the line from taking these meds? Who cares if memory loss is actually a result of taking memory-enhancing drugs? Who yeah. cares about tomorrow and 10 years? Let's care about today, and nothing's more important than making sure your kid is at the top of his class because, hey, that's how you get by in this world. And, of course, we're being very facetious, and it's not funny. And I'm not even trying to be funny. This is ridiculous. This is just this just shows where the population is. There should be outrage about this like me. I mean, I, I can't believe this, this even went through, and I give credit to the doctor who did report on Fox News. I don't have his name. I apologize. Uh, you can get it on Fox News under the health section there on the videos tab. But um, he did say, I mean, you know, this is not proven. This is not... St- this, is, this. And even even that whole commentary that we just heard was very... It was balanced, dare I say. Yeah. <laughs> and it was saying, well, well, wait a minute. You know, what the hell is going on here? So, I mean, even if I'm a healthy person now, they're going to be recommending drugs. And because parents, I think, are easily influenced these days, and because a lot of parents, let's face it, have IQs lower than their kids in a lot of ways... Uh, I, I fear for children. Um, ben, thank God, you know, you are a parent, so you can speak. I am not, so don't listen to me. But thank God, you know, you have your brain straight, and, you know, you wouldn't dare do this. But, yeah, unfortunately, don't you think, can't you see parents down the line uh, trying to get their, their kids on drugs no matter what? Just because, oh, he might be a better quarterback. Maybe he'll make maybe he'll make the football team yeah. in college. Nothing's more important than that. Well, it does really delve into the... What a the, sad, sad state of affairs. It, it does, but it delves into the, the same thing as the um, uh, the... the the st- the steroid uh, argument in yeah. terms of baseball, you know, because it is an yeah, enhancement right. type of drug. But if you, uh, you know, force every obviously force every baseball player to to go on to on steroids, then you know you're literally forcing the ones that don't want to go on steroids out of the league because they're inferior. Um, but it's just it's it's nonsense because it's it's drugs and the long term ramifications of it are horrible. But it, you know, obviously, if you if you freaking feed this crap to your children to try to get them to do better bra- better grades or try to enhance their memory or something like that you're uh, you're hurting them overall yeah. i mean it's just it's I, I, I don't know what ultimately we want to say about it other than you know don't be a freaking idiot and do it well you know? I, I think i think what's to be said is that people you know so many just like you look at weight loss today and everybody's looking for this miracle pill this yeah. miracle thing nobody wants to get off their fat asses and and walk a mile after dinner nobody wants to get out there and eat healthy or change their dietary yeah. habits or actually maybe work to accomplish something everybody wants the quick fix and most diets fail after two three weeks because people can't stick with them mm-hmm. where 
and the fact of the matter is it takes six months to lose weight. That's just a fact of the, you know, the matter. Yeah. And you can't just lose weight and then just keep it off and go back to your old hamburger-eating diet. But you have to look at the economic situations that we have here, too. You know? Oh, because yeah. So many people, we're, it's such a horrible economy. So many people are first forced to work so many hours that you know by the time they, they get home from work, they're so exhausted, they're so stressed right. that they don't even want to go out walking. I mean, yes, walking does you know burn off the stress and it makes you feel better. And, if and it'll healthier, give you more energy, yeah. Yeah, you will feel better, but you're just so defeated by the day that you're like, let me put on this freaking boob tube and just sit on my ass and watch yeah. this stuff. Well, that's, you know? You know, but that's, that's the problem. Everything is the product of habit. Okay, we weren't born watching television. We were born yeah. you know naturally. And you know even like smoking, we learn these habits, but... Getting on, getting on, getting on. You know, we can talk about this for hours, but unfortunately, this is an easy nation to sell these, this type of logic. And I think this, uh, in, in this article here out of CBS News, uh, Lee Turner, who is a, uh, I think she's a medical expert. Let me just see here. Some health experts agreed, yes, that the issues deserve attention, but the commentary didn't impress Lee Turner of the University of Minnesota Center of Bioethics. That's where she's from, and I love what she said here. Quote, it's a nice puff piece for selling medications for people who don't have an illness of any kind kind and she's yeah. absolutely right this is like i said just to introduce this article like i said this is nothing more than big pharma looking for more ways to make profit in this country and they get um, you hooked on their drugs i mean they are drug dealers that's what they that's are what they do that's the, that's what the, that's everybody who looks, they are everybody looks down on the marijuana dealer on the corner with the baggy yeah pants marijuana's and, no and good but you know it's, it's cool to take big pharma drugs yeah but these guys in their and their white collars and their uh high-rise uh ivory towers that they sit in they just want to sell drugs to your kids all day even yeah. if you even if there's nothing wrong with you, and if and for the most part they're such scumbags that if there's nothing wrong with you, they'll find something wrong with you and prescribe a drug for that. You know, anxiety. Oh, you're too. You have too much anxiety. You need to take a pill for this and a pill for that. It, it has become so mainstream and overwhelming that people can that people make jokes about about prescription pills out there and laugh about being on them. But if you say that you're on marijuana. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, well, you that's know? you know, it's they, the end of the world well, if you're on marijuana. You're a druggie. You'll get your child yeah. taken away from you because uh, because you're not a, a fit parent uh, right. because you're being altered by drugs. But these uh these legal prescription drugs that kill yeah. uh, kill so many more people per year than uh, than marijuana or any yeah. of the other non harmful drugs is uh, are just out there, man. They're they are just they are the biggest scumbags. They are the biggest scumbag drug dealers, and they and they are like this article that we. Uh, uh, Yesterday, under 4,000 children under 10 in Australia are on antidepressants. They're giving antidepressants to freaking babies. Yeah. And to babies. We, right, we also talked about They're the, supposed to cry. Yeah. No, They're well, supposed that's, to that's be not, upset. Not good. But, yeah, but the, what about what about the study out of Fox News saying one in, or not out of Fox News, they didn't do the study, but they reported it, that one in five young adults have personality disorders now. Yeah. So, I mean, we are just heading into a medical nightmare, I think, that no, is, crazy, is ultimately going to be, you know, we already, we're already up in arms about how many kids in schools have are, are on medication. Yeah. You know, on Ritalin, because they, they didn't want to pay attention. Well, I didn't want to pay attention in school either it's boring as hell yeah. i wanted well, to go out and play but listen man they want they they think that dying is beautiful they think that alterations yeah, of well, human, human we'll, we'll beings get, are we'll beautiful and then we do have this article here that we'll be talking about on the on the way back uh, a man's suicide is going to be broadcast on british tv so talk about uh talk about making death beautiful uh we will be right back there you are, are listening to the animal farm storable foods but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival 50 percent protein 
300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now, and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7:19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just 2 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. Yeah, no crap, man. Uh, this this guy, it's going to be broadcasting on British TV, uh, I believe tonight. Tonight? Sometime tonight, maybe maybe even right now. I don't know exactly. Uh, it doesn't say the time, but uh, yeah, he's going to be have, a, have an assisted suicide on television, and I, I don't know why no anyone way. would want to watch this, and I don't know why any network would want to put this on, um, but I, mean, I guess 
He's uh, he's part of. The, he was filmed for a documentary called "The Right to Die." Oh my uh, God. The Suicide Tourist, um, and it's going to be shine, uh, shown on uh, Sky Real Live's channel um, tonight. It will be the first time an assisted suicide has been shown on British TV, and will sure be sure to spark a debate over the legality of the sensitive subject as well as the controversial no decision to screen it. Yeah, no crap. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what to make of this. Uh, I'd, I'd really like some feedback on this. I'd, I, we need some feedback on this. So, um, you know, go, go to animalfarmshow.com, uh, comment underneath the stories, or email us, or instant message us, whatever you want to do. I, I, I'm just at a loss for words here. I don't that's, know why. Yeah, that's pretty unprecedented. Definitely unprecedented, but a pretty. Uh, I, what do you think about that? I mean, do you think that that's okay? I just, I don't, I can't see how watching a person die on television is like how anyone would want to do that. I mean, I can understand. Yeah, well, people do stupid things to kill themselves anyway, Ben. People, you know, I, I've heard some ridiculous stories as, as far as what they do. Uh, as a human, do you have a right to die? Well, yeah, of course you do. Duh. No one can stop you unless you let them stop you. Um, but the thing is, it, the question I think that has to be raised is, you know, should this be something that should be shown on TV? Should a person, you know, well, I, who wants I, to kill themselves have the right for a TV? It's interesting, and I'm and sure are they going to make it sound so beautiful, and they're going to play this well, loving I don't know. music? I, regardless of political spin, and regardless of how they make this look, yes, I'm sure that you know the people out there who you know eugenics, and I'm sure all the people you know that are you know with us in the idea that yes, government and ultimately is trying to get us. You know, I guess. Oh my goodness! Just kill yourself on TV. Just kill yourself, man. It's the American thing to do. Now, I, I don't, you know, and I don't buy that. Obviously, you know, look, we, we talk about how the trying to over-medicate us, and we're, we're, we're being turned into sheeple, but I'm just saying, from a, just from a just regulatory standpoint, uh, no, I, I don't think that this should be something that should be on TV, because it's murder, and uh, yeah. even though we are fed murder constantly, and it is glorified in so many ways, no, I mean, this is kind of ridiculous, but... Ultimately, we'll see. We'll see what Poor the consequences fella. are. I mean, yeah, it's just goodbye. Like you said, if you want to kill yourself, just go do it. Just don't, you know, basically, I don't think, just don't put it on TV. But we'll see. And I wish we had the phone lines for this. This is actually a really good topic, something I want to get involved, you know, talk to people with because I'm not really sure, Ben. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to watch it. I have, no, I have no desire to see someone kill themselves. I know. And There's I so just, many other things I want to learn about life and, and the body and history. No, go, just go have, do it some other time. I just have this feeling that they're going to glorify it and they're going to make Maybe. it. They're going to make it seem like lovely. Oh, yeah. You're going to make it seem American. You just love playing sound clips, the, Ben, don't you? It's the, it's the American way. Kill yeah, yourself. Once again, folks, Pete is not here. Ben is You're a burden over. on your friends. Ben You're a loves burden on your family. Well, uh, keeping kill yourself on, now and Kill yourself now. With. That's right. Kill yourself and just leave me out of it. Go do your thing. Leave me alone. <laughs> and get this reality TV crap off my TV as well. But anyway, back into the health thing or just trying to, I guess, wrapping up the health thing. You know, as bad as we're talking about medicine now and how blah, 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 and how, you know, people who are healthy should start taking medicine, uh, nearly 40% in the U.S. This is kind of good news here, Ben. Nearly 40% of people in the U.S. Uh, use alternative medicine. A new study has come out and said uh, 40% of adults and 12% of children in the United States use complementary and alternative medicine, CAM, according to uh, an annual nationwide government survey published Wednesday. Wednesday. CAM is, is complementary and alternative medicine. That's the acronym. In 2007, National Health Interview Survey, NHIS, for the first time included children aged 17 and under who used non-conventional medical treatment, including herbal supplements, meditation, 
chiropractic and acupuncture. So it's interesting they use chiropractic and acupuncture as alternative. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Survey question to more than 22,000 adults and 9,400 patients or parents, excuse me, on behalf of a child about their health and the therapeutic treatment they were receiving. The questionnaire included 36 types of commonly used CAM therapies in the United States, 10 types of provider-based therapies such as acupuncture and chiropractic, and 26 other therapies that do not require a provider, such as herbal supplements and meditation. Of course, we talk how often have we talked about the FDA and how they not only have outlawed you being able to call anything herbal or natural a cure, but of course there's an attack on natural medication, natural remedies for things because look, you know, big farmers got to make their dough. So, like any other business, uh, a comparison of the 2007 CAM survey to the first one concluded uh, conducted in 2002 suggests that overall use of alternative medicine among U.S. adults has remained relatively steady, 36% in 2002 and 38% in 2007. So a minor increase here, but um, there you go, a little something for you. And uh, there is one other uh, unfortunate story, I guess, in the health news. Maybe I can kind of cook it up here, Ben. Of course, every time I have to find something, I, maybe I closed it. Who knows? But yeah, Pyeth is emailing me. Um, is it really Pyeth, or is it my father? No, it's Pyeth. He he says that uh, there is an audio issue. He says we sound like chipmunks. Oh, well, that's that's great. Yeah, that's great. I don't, I don't know what's uh, happening there. I, I actually did get a complaint from... Well, go uh, check on the stream. We have the stream. Go ahead. You yeah, go check, me, and I'll talk about this article, quick. and we'll go into this. But this, this other article here out of the Washington Post, I guess to kind of close up the medical part of this show for tonight, I can go on forever, because something that I studied in, in college about, and it really I'm passionate about it, but um, we sound good there, Ben? Everything, yep, should sound fine. If he's listening on the if he's listening on his phone, then the, the idiot should realize that, yes, it's going to sound very tinny. No, but anyway. no, I did get a complaint from uh, from Danny. Danny was saying that somebody uh, tried to play the Flash player, and it, it sounded like we were on Chipmunks, um, and Pyatt says that... How exactly does that work? How are we... I don't know. I, oh, we mean like we are Chipmunks, like... like yeah, yeah, we sound like chipmunks. You know, I'm, he, I'm he ready says, to give up at this point. I'm ready to go in the street with a bullhorn because I'm so sick of this. Yeah, I'm so sick good. of audio issues. We're, we're using very simple technology. He says it's on 78 RPM. I don't know what the hell that means. That means like if you play a record, it's supposed to be played at regular speed at a high speed. It's going to sound like chipmunks. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, that's great. Uh, I don't know. Check the stream. I don't know what to tell you, folks. Uh, the stream's, but stream's fine. But <laughs> I'm about to break out the sledgehammer and start from scratch, dude. Really, like I'm about to. Uh, to break out like a satellite dish and broadcast on you know eight eight eighty eight point three a.m. I'm so sick of this nonsense. But um, this this article here, I'll try <laughs> to I'll try, to, I'll try to keep my composure and not cuss. And I've done a pretty good job of that in the past couple shows. So keep that trend going. Uh, you know, we talk about medicine. We talk about a lot of people in this in this country how they're struggling. And obviously, I mean, you can't even get away from the Medicare issues and how certain people, especially the elderly, are having trouble getting their medicine now because a lot of physicians and primary care physicians are you know not accepting Medicare or maybe they accept different types of Medicare, and there's all these complexities that are, you know, for elderly people, they are uh, making life difficult, and it's difficult to, for them to get their medicine, but healthcare experts and advocates for the region's elderly say the problem, like I'm, I was just talking about, is partly a reflection of how worried physicians are about changes in reimbursement rates from the federal government, and of course, this is like midway through the article, and they went, the first half of it was about this woman, I think her last name was Freed, and how her experience with the difficulties getting her medication is a growing concern amongst policymakers and healthcare experts who envision a shortage of family medicine doctors and geriatrics, uh, geriatricians, <laughs> I said geriatrics, 
Uh, my mind, uh, to care for an aging population. So uh, moving on. Some physicians say they are afraid of accepting new Medicare patients and discovering later that the amount they receive for treating them will be decreased. Exacerbating those worries are concerns about the slow pace of reimbursement and the layers of paperwork it requires. The nation's 44 million Medicare patients, on the other hand, tend to be satisfied with their treatment and are able to access care without delay once they have a physician, according to national surveys. Of course, we did also cover, or I guess when we first came back here on the new Freedom Underground Radio Network, we covered how a lot of doctors out there not only are closing their practices, Ben, but they also kind of on their way out are saying, you know what, dude, I, I would never be a doctor if I could choose again. It's just not the profession I would have chosen because I, it really has a lot to do, according to that article, with how difficult it is to be a physician because of all the insurance issues and Medicare and Medicaid and all this stuff. So there you go. But um, yeah, I don't know, folks. Email us. Uh, I do also want to shout out Leonard one more time. A special thanks because we were kind of breaking his chops about giving us more information about the broken toilet woman case. And yeah, he did. He, gave, he sent us like a thesis paper. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we're, if we're sounding good or if we're sounding bad at this point, folks. I'm not really sure. And yeah, everything's freaking broken here. I can't even send out a an effing email so Pius just just tell me what the hell the settings are for that if we yeah. need to change you know, it actually you know what we should do we have to communicate over actually, air yeah, you know what Pius, Pius you know what we should do Pius give us a call on the phone so we can talk to actually we've never no one's ever heard Pius voice I'm not sure if that's going to fly Ben oh boy I don't but think maybe he's going to want to do we can that. have him on the air he's a little shy about his, his uh, voice and what is he doing thing? listening to us anyway he's in Atlantic City for God's sake he should be uh, you know on his 15th uh, you know gin and tonic at a slot machine right now frankly but uh, he probably I, is I, I don't probably know folks listening to us and doing that yeah I mean you know, folks, anybody who knows me well, uh, maybe even half as well as Ben knows, I'm not a patient person, and I've I've done my best to, to get past all these audio issues, and at this point, I'm, I'm really ready to just, like, stop the show, and, and until we have everything in a row, yeah. just stop broadcasting, because I'm really getting, and we don't, you know, it's not it's not because we don't have phones or any of that, that's, that's luxury. Uh, we can't broadcast a signal of two voices through the internet. Then, uh, especially using ISDN, then I don't know what the deal is here, and, I, and I'm really losing my patience quick. Um, it's yeah. bad enough that we're doing this, and you know we're talking about all the crap that we talk about every day. But uh, whatever, it, it is what it is. And yeah, I know it's um, bad enough to see the country die right in front of our faces yeah, while we I mean, document it. My goodness! And now we now we now we have to deal with stupid audio issues. I mean, this man. is this is unbelievable. I mean, we're not even doing anything technically difficult. This is very simple, but getting back on, and I want to talk about this, um, and we will get to the U.S. forces and how they've killed six Afghan police, and we'll talk about the police taser incident, but there's also this thing, and I don't know what kind of uh, response we'll get from this and how much credibility this really has, but Hillary Clinton apparently is ineligible to be Secretary of State, Ben. Did you hear about this? No. Yeah, Judicial Watch, the public interest group that investigates and prosecutes government corruption, announced say that Senator Hillary Rodham Clinton is constitutionally ineligible to serve as Secretary of State in the Obama administration. According to the ineligibility clause of the United States Constitution, no member of Congress can be appointed to an office that has benefited from a salary increase during the time that Senator or Representative served in Congress. I'll try to maybe even read that one one more time. A January 28th executive order signed by President Bush during Hillary Clinton's current Senate term increased the salary for Secretary of State thereby rendering Senator Clinton's ineligible uh, status for the position. She's not el- she's not eligible apparently. Now of course Interesting. enforcement's the real question, like like so much of these things. We can't even get yeah. we can't even get a president elect Obama to show his friggin' birth certificate. You think anything's gonna be done about this? Folks, it's a mob. Okay? It's a mob. Specifically, Article one, section six of the US Constitution 
provides, quote, no senator or representative shall, during the time for which he was elected, be, uh, be appointed to any civil office under the authority of the United States, which shall have been created, or the emoluments whereof shall have been uh, increased during such time. That's not even English. Usually, <laughs> usually law is not English, folks. But when we get back, we will talk about more uh, stuff like this and uh, hopefully won't get upset. Stay tuned. Can you believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Warning. 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 I don't know. I'm just losing my patience, Ben. I, uh, and I apologize because, you know, we're trying to do a show here and we're trying to do the best we can. And believe me, folks, we are. We're all breaking our asses uh, to, to do the best that we can do. And I have no idea what the cause of our audio issues are. Um, you know, I'm not trying to be cons- conspiracy theorist. New but conservative gremlins. What's that? Oh yeah, <laughs> you're little, saying that's the answer. That's 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 the cause of our problems. <laughs> oh, they Lord. they sneak in here at night. They scurry around our soundboard and know, they tangle up all our cords. Know. It's amazing. Um, to, so that their neoconservative agenda can can uh, be be pushed forward. I don't even. Know uh, what it is. Although now it might be the liberal gremlins. I don't. I I, I don't even know. I, whatever it is, I'm I'm just I'm getting real tired of it because uh, we're not even doing anything that difficult. But we'll see. I, I checked the stream during that last quick break, and um, it seemed to sound fine to me. Yeah. So I don't know what people are hearing, and i got to really figure out what the story is here. Um, nevertheless, moving on, and maybe to kind of brighten up the mood of the show, eh, we have some interesting news out of the uh, U.K. here. And like I always say, we have the U.K. syndrome articles. This is interesting. Behavior yeah. classes lack impact. England's flagship primary school social and emotional learning program has had little impact on pupil behavior, a study has suggested. Neither the parents nor the teachers questioned by researchers reported in uh, any effect on the key social skills targeted by the SEAL programs. But many of the 600 pupils in the study reported improvements in their own behavior at school. The government insisted SEAL was doing much to tackle behavior and bullying. All children are meant to have lessons in social and emotional skills by 2011, and schools are soon to be rated by Ofsted on pupil well-being, Ben. A national SEAL, Social and Emotional Aspects of Learning, another great acronym, uh, this program was induced to improve children's behavior and attendance and now runs in 80% of primary schools, Ben. It is also gradually being introduced to secondary schools. Uh, And under the No Impact section here, SEAL uses small group work to boost pupils' personal development, social skills, and develop their relationships with others by improving 
promoting self-awareness and motivation. So, ah. okay, all right. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be too upset about that. That seems like, I mean, honestly, I know schools are, schools are tough, a tough thing. Every, you know, anybody went through middle school, elementary school, and especially high school. It's tough times, man. You yeah. know, there's a lot of trying times, and a Body's lot of those, changing. You're seeing girls. Oh my things start getting hard down or, there. Or guys, and well, <laughs> and you're like, what's going on? I was what talking more about the emotional aspects. Well, that, <laughs> and, uh, that gets into it too. No, you're right, though. Yes, your body's changing, I and mean, that's middle school. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but your I, hormones are racing, and which causes your uh, well, emotions I mean, to be uh, you know, erratic and totally out there. It's, it's 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 difficult to keep your mind on the civil war when yes, you're seeing girls in skirts in a whole new way. I will yeah, admit that that's, that's a tough thing. <laughs> that man. happens that's to really me. Tough thing. Who the um, hell wants to you know? And then if you and then if you uh, you know if you get into the social studies <laughs> aspect of it and you really start learning and, and start doing well in school, um, then you ain't getting laid at all. So <laughs> it's just well, yeah. <laughs> then you're just a freaking dork. <laughs> oh so, my uh, goodness! You know, totally counter to <laughs> so just totally counterintuitive our uh, our our public schools, I guess. No question. Uh, but you can't you can't really blame them for for that aspect no, of, I, of the know, crappiness. I like the idea. I mean, one of the things I always thought about was yeah, maybe when growing up in these schools, maybe we should start you know coming up with some classes or just have the idea that look if you start you know if you make fun of people in class you, you get in trouble a little bit more maybe we should discourage it that way but anyway uh one a little reminder here folks getting a little bit off the important stuff uh we we are still accepting votes for the Carl rove naming we uh, did get of, an extra dingleberry vote so we did yes so great uh, dingleberry and buttloaf are very close buttloaf winning and four. but uh just by uh just by an ass hair yes okay <laughs> very good ben that's very well done <laughs> uh we're, we're naming Carl rove for the animal form deca cards which is a new uh, project, a new endeavor, and we need your help, folks. We want you to vote uh, uh, for one of the three names, Buttloaf, Brownstreak, Dingleberry, that of course is in response to Karlrove coming out and completely, completely uh, BSing this country and, and really abusing the intell- intellect of anybody. Also even, known even as uh, being himself. Yes, and of course, yeah, but you know, look, folks, we know that this is complete a complete sham. I don't care what your views on 9-11 are. The, regardless, if you believe that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction, uh, you know, you need to wake up, folks. We armed him in the 70s, for God's sakes. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep your votes coming. Info at AnimalFarmShow.com. And, of course, AIM Instant Message Animal Farm Show. Or if you're on the uh, DeadlineLive.info chat rooms, we can also accept your vote that way or whatever. Just get in touch with us. Let's do it because we're going to announce the results Friday. Uh, but, yes, when we come back from this short break, we're going to talk about U.S. forces and how they've killed six Afghan police officers by mistake. You need to pray for the good Lord. Protect America. do our best to finish up this week, Ben. <laughs> I'm re- my patience are really being tried right now. I can't even tell you, but uh, if we do go off the air and if you start hearing repeats, you know why. Anyway, U.S. forces now. <laughs> I, I'm really, I, I, you know, I'm just, uh, I can't. I, I just lose my friggin' head oh, here. Wow. I, I, I'm trying my best, man. I'm really am. Well, you know, listen, man. This is a, it is a test show still. Yeah, I um, suppose you're right. And Which, we, and eh. we have to, we have to treat it that way, you know, because if we, if we treat this as a real show and then things start happening and screwing up, then we're gonna get pissed off. But we have to treat it as a test show. It, we're not even supposed to be on the air here. Um, and if we need to take a couple days off and, tr- and try to fix our problems, then let's. 
do it. Now's the time to do it. You know. I, you know. I wish I wish I had the the money to fix everything in one scoop. I just don't. But uh, we will do our best, folks. And we really do appreciate you tuning in. The twelve people listening, we really do appreciate it. <laughs> you know, it really does. It means a lot. And you know, we uh, the emails that we get after the show, before the show, and in between. Uh, you know, look, it, it helps, and we and we do our best to cover the topics and and to make the show better. And I and I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no. I just way. feel bad because I know we're trying to improve this this damn show. Yeah. And, and we were getting some good feedback from, I believe it was a Justin, or maybe it wasn't just, maybe it was Brent or one of the guys, one of the guys who emails us. And you know, he's like, look, you know, the first 20 minutes was this, and the second 20 minutes was that, and we, that's great stuff. And that's exactly the kind of stuff that I appreciate because we're just trying to make everything sound good. And all we're trying to do is run a friggin' radio show. It's not not really that difficult. It's two microphones and a couple computers. But anyway, uh, I'm going to shut up. U.S. forces kill six Afghan police officers by mistake uh, out of Kabul, Afghanistan. U.S. states, United States forces killed six Afghan police officers and one civilian on Wednesday during an assault on the hideout of suspected Taliban commander. Uh, I don't know. They didn't list his name. The authorities said in what an American military spokesman called a tragic case of mistaken identity, which is always the case, 13 Afghan officers were also wounded. In the episode, a statement issued jointly by the American and the Afghan military command said a contingent of police officers fired on United States forces after the Americans had successfully overrun the hideout, killing the suspected Taliban commander, unnamed, and detaining another man, unnamed. Okay. The statement said the Americans had already entered the hideout, a building in Kalat, uh, the capital of the southern province of Zabul, when they came under attack by small arms, fire and rocket-propelled grenades from a compound nearby. Multiple attempts to deter the engagement were unsuccessful, says this particular statement. Um, the Americans' concern about women and children hiding in the building returned fire using small arms and aircraft, the statement said, offering no further details about the level of force the Americans used. So, as you can tell, folks, we're really fighting the war on terror here and really getting a lot done. And, of course, we're improving our, our you know, our image of, of America worldwide because democracy is right for everyone. Um, that goes without saying. I know I'm, I'm just stating the obvious, but you know, as you can tell, these are all great things. And, 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 of course, to be fair, none of the good things that we have done have ever get reported, which is another shame and a sin. But ultimately, I mean, do we really need to be in this war? No, I don't I don't think so. But, of course, you know, I'm a, a nut, conspiracy nut. What do you yeah. got, Ben? I got a, um, an article that I wanted to read a while ago. Uh, it's about a week old, but that's quite all right because it's, it's still very relevant. That's okay. Um, but this is out of George Washington's blog. The government's argument for deploying troops in the U.S. is ridiculous, even on its own terms. Um, and he says, uh, every, everyone knows that deploying 20,000 troops on U.S. soil violates the posse comitatus in the Constitution. We know that. We've talked uh, about that. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, and everyone understands that staging troops within the U.S. to, quote, help out with civil unrest and crowd control increases the danger of over martial law. Uh, but no one was, is asking the obvious question. Does the government's own excuse for deploying the troops make any sense? As the Washington Post writes, before the terrorist uh, attacks of September 11, 2001, dedicating 20,000 troops to domestic response, a nearly sevenfold increase in five years, would have uh, been extraordinary to the point of unbelievable, Paul McHale, Assistant Defense Secretary for Homeland Defense, said in remarks last month at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. But the realization that civilian authorities may be overwhelmed in the catastrophe prompted a fundamental change in military culture, he said. But... Homeland Defense is doing nothing to stop the creation of new terrorists or to prevent bad guys from attacking. 
Uh, remember the war on terror is a hoax, which is actually weakening national security. Um, and that's very, very true. Um, and the Department of Homeland Security, instead of protecting vulnerable targets, has instead randomly made up lists, which include kangaroo centers, petting zoos, and ice cream parlors as high-priority terrorist threats, and the administration is refusing to fill important positions at DHS. Source security can be protected. They're also breaking into toy shops and um, and, and arresting people for knockoff Rubik's Cubes and, and also uh, <laughs> going into strip joints and, and making sure that the women are, are fully unclothed or whatever they're doing in there, but uh, that's what Homeland Security is being used for. I just figured I, I would add that. Um, but the government is also wasting uh, resources harassing reporters, children, and other innocent American citizens instead of real terrorists. And even if uh, you somehow believe that the 9-11 Commission conducted an unbiased and thorough investigation and that the government was honest with the commission... In which case, I have some swap land to sell you. Remember that the commission mm-hmm. made numerous recommendations on how to prevent future terrorist attacks, many of them simple and inexpensive to implement, but the Bush administration has failed to do so. Um, and, and, and it just goes on and on, but um, he's making the point that they're doing nothing really to protect us here, and Homeland Security is really just a tool of, of martial law and just a tool of, of overt corruption in this country to quell dissent. Yeah. Um, and, and he's absolutely right. So when, you, so when they say that they're going to be sending 20,000 troops to the United States to help with terrorism or to help with uh, domestic se- security tr- threats, I mean, it's quite obvious that you see that the that it's just it's not going to be used for that in the slightest bit. I mean, the National Guard, they, they did implement the National Guard in Katrina, um, uh, and they weren't you know very helpful there, taking taking middle class families and and rich people out of their homes and uh, and doing uh, a lot worse than that. And doing we won't get I mean, into Katrina, shooting people and and I mean yeah, they did lots of lots of bad stuff there. Turning but, uh, Walmart buses full of water away, cutting power you know, power lines to the city. Communications, I mean. uh, you know, just responsible for the death of thousands of people. Uh, during that whole disaster, and and you know the local sheriff down there had to post armed guards at the electrical facility because uh, FEMA was going in there and cutting communications lines yeah. and, and things like that. And you'd think, and, and, and the average person listening to this, you think to yourself, why would FEMA cut communications lines? What? Why would? I don't freaking know. No, I, and I, neither did the guy. That's why he put post guard, uh, armed guards yeah. with shotguns there guarding the facilities because he had no idea why these maniacs were going around cutting communications in the, one of the biggest national disasters in our country ever. Yeah, I think I'm, maybe I'll try to queue up the uh, the interview with that guy, the, one of the uh, one of the chiefs down there, Broussard, the guy who uh, basically came into tears when he was talking about someone's mother, you know, being drowned because they couldn't get help there. I mean, you know, Katrina is just one example, folks, of these things. But back to what you initially, you know, what we were initially talking about, and of course, continuing the the, the animal farm. And like I said, I had that kind of epiphany where yes, we're just simply documenting the fall of our country at, at this point. That's yeah. basically all we're doing. That's unfortunate. And that's, it's, it's a sad thing, yeah. but you know, and the reason why I, I thought of it is because I was looking through old articles and old stories and listening to old podcasts and this and that, and you know, a story like the 20,000 troops that are going to be now, you know, you know, protecting the homeland, a story like that, uh, you know, we recognize the significance of it right now, but it just it's going to go into the memory hole. It's going to fall away. Like yeah. so many things, uh, so many stories have fallen to the memory hole. They come out, they're appalling, but they just kind of go away. And, and even we kind of forget about them because we, we, we talk about so many, so many articles and stories that we just forget. Yeah. But, um... You know, what does it say? What does it say when we know studies prove that an armed population is a safe 
population. In other words, uh, we know studies have proven that if people own guns, uh, that they are safer than when they do not own guns. So what does it say then when we know government is taking firearms away from people, and, that, and yet we just talked yesterday in response to the Mumbai terror attacks, now New York City, along with Ray Kelly, is basically giving 4,000 rookies M4 assault rifles for the New Year's Eve bash. I mean, yeah. it, doesn't that just have disaster struck all over it, or is it just me? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm out of my friggin' mind, but... Well, I mean, dude, I mean, it gets it gets so bad that we talk, we've talk we talked about on the show them building concentration camps, you mm-hmm. know, Kellogg, Brown, and Root getting uh, multi-million dollar contracts for, for building concentration camps in the United States. I mean... And, and they're arming police officers, and they're and they're building up their force, and they're setting up the infrastructure to really just uh, uh, imprison uh, political dissonance, man. It, it makes me sick. Uh, we are getting a lot of feedback, though. Everybody's trying to tell us the stream sounds fine. Yeah, and, and I think, I, and we've been, you know, actually we set it up. Ben and I uh, set it up on a different computer, and every time there's a break, we have been listening to it. And other than, I guess, some un. Um, you know, some some kind of static, I guess, along with our stream levels. I'd like to have a stream that's full force and sounds really clear and everything. Yeah. I think, you know, other than some static, Ben, I think everything is sounding okay. And I'm curious. And, and you know, I'm just, you know, like I said, I'm losing my mind because I'm getting impatient. I just mm-hmm. want things to work. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, you, <laughs> Mark, Mark <laughs> sent us an email and he says, I'm sick of you guys complaining about the audio. It sounds fine. But, you know, if you, if you had any idea the oh, amount Mark, of work Mark. that that went into getting the audio even to this point, and, then to and how hear, much longer we have to go to get yes. things where they need to be. And then, and then hearing that, uh, you know, somebody says that we sound like chipmunks or Pyeth emailed us and said we sound like chipmunks. I, it, it makes you want to go crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for, for saying that. And uh, I'm not even the one that's putting in all the hard work. Tony's the one that's putting on, in all the hard work. And I just feel crazy for him um, because, you know, uh, you know, he, he's never built a, a freaking radio studio. I mean, he's brilliant with audio, but he's never built a radio studio before. Yeah, I've never um, been... set up a freaking ISDN line, some some caveman technology for travel for making your voice travel from point A to point you know, B. I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable. ridiculous. But it is. And we will stop uh, 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 whining about it. I'm, I'm, no, I'm we sorry. Won't. no, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it is what it is. But we are getting we are getting some votes here. I don't know if you. Uh, what you got here, Ben? Stop is- whining. <laughs> Good thing. All right, we got a break coming up, but when we get back, we got some new votes for the Call Row voting contest. Um, Buttloaf, Dingleberry, and Brown Streak. We shall return. Stay tuned. Stop whining. Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle and is easy to digest, non-allergenic, and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arterial walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? 
In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at LibertyStickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online, all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. New Carl Rove tallies. We got some new tallies. We got another vote for Brown Streak? Yeah, uh, another one for Brown Streak, and I, I guess, uh, you know. Which is nice. Yeah, you know, my girlfriend, Jill, was explaining why she felt that Brown Streak was the most compelling one for Share Carl that Rove. philosophy with us, Ben. Well, she said when you see when you hear Brown Streak, you just see it. You instantly see it. <laughs> I don't see Carl Rowe, but I see and something it's else. Disgusting. Yeah, you see the Brown Streak, and and oh she my. says that that really uh, solidifies, if you will. Uh, I guess you know the the actual <laughs> being that Carl Rove is. Um, so well, yeah, I, I can success. think of a lot better names, but they are profanity, and I don't want to. Sh- I don't want to. I don't want to be profane yeah, on the air. Try I'm trying to keep it wholesome. Yeah, a little well, bit. you know what, man? It's just it's not necessary, and and it's it's something that I think turns people away. So I'm trying to keep that philosophy going, and I. I do slip up, and I use the word bastard sometimes, um, but I, I try to keep the profanity down. But yes, once again, folks, Carl Rove coming out, just BSing the public once again, so we decided to add them to the Animal Farm deck of cards, which, like I said, is a new endeavor, a new project, and we are taking mm-hmm. votes. This is the first time we've ever allowed you, the listener, to um, to really participate. And, and the other thing that we're really dying to do here, Ben, is we, we have so many great little uh, prizes and gifts, and we have competitions, and of course, Law or Lie is just the beginning of what the Animal Farm is really about, along with phone calls. Indeed. But we're unable to do all these things. But, folks, when we do get up and running and when the show is full force and we will let you all know, uh, it's going to be great. We have so many great things. we got some prizes to give out. we got some competitions and little, uh, you know, things, fun things. We can't tell you 
what they are, because it's kind of secret. Um, it's classified. But yes, folks, if you do have friends, if you think people would like to listen to our show, you can email us at info at animalfarmshow.com and send us their e- e- uh, email address. Yeah, the best thing I've about the show, emails, yeah? the best thing about the show is that we, we really appeal to everybody, even people that don't agree with us politically. Yeah. They really just listen we to want. us, and they can't stop listening to us. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully. Or like a disease. We grow on people. <laughs> like you know a what virus. I mean? Yeah. Like, we're, we're like a, an addictive drug. <laughs> but, then, we're, but we're healthy. But that's why you saw, like, you know, we stopped doing shows for three or four days, and we got all these crazy emails. Where are you guys? I know. What I, are you doing? And, and believe us, you know, we, we were struggling, in it, and I tr- we do try to actually respond to every single email uh, to the best of our ability, and hopefully we have uh, not uh, failed anybody out there listening. But, yes, I mean, you know, we're frustrated, too. You know, we want to get on the air, so that's why we're here, and hopefully yep. we'll not ever go off the air again. But, anyway, uh, back to – right, news. Yeah, I mean, duh. Uh, information, right. That's kind of the show. U.S. budget gap <laughs> balloons. I don't know. Save the world, yes. And everybody's, like, right. sh- everybody's like, shut up! Keep going! <laughs> <laughs> U.S. budget deficit swelled by more than $400 billion in the first two months of fiscal 2009. Almost the record gap of the prior year, Treasury data showed Wednesday. The federal deficit ballooned by a combined $401.57 billion in October and November, 2.5 times the size of the same period a year ago. A two-month deficit represents 88% of the entire fiscal 2008 deficit. Of $454.79 billion, the highest on record. So, yeah, we're, you know, we're we're falling fast, I guess I could say. In November alone, the deficit widened 67.3% from the same year ago by $164.39 billion. November usually is a month of deficit, the Treasury noted, but this fiscal year is marked by a deepening global financial crisis that has thrown or is in the process of throwing the U.S. and other major advanced economies into recession. Yeah. In case you haven't heard of that thing that's going <laughs> yeah, on no, right hey, Actually, yeah, for all you neocons listening, which there probably aren't any, <laughs> um, yes, it's okay. We we Officially, we are in a recession now, so you could... And we could talk about it, yeah. You could stop trying to and tell me no that election. the economy is doing well. Well, and that, you know, Bush is a great president and he's the best ever. And all you uh, Ann Coulter fans out there, go get uh-huh. your head checked because maybe you need the medicine. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, the explosion in the public deficit, I, I think I already read that one. Some analysts forecast the federal deficit will hit $1 trillion this year. So, um, yeah, I don't know, Ben. Like I said, I don't, I don't really have a very wide background in economics. And there's a lot of mysterious things that go on that I cannot explain. But question I keep asking myself every time I read articles like that and, and similar ones um, is how much more can we take? How much more of this, these bailouts and these credit crises and these foreclosures, well, how much more can this country take before there is just riot? You know, that's really the thing that gets me, and that's that's the question that I ask. You know, how much more can we take? But how much have we already taken already? Uh, I never I never realized how strong our economy was until this stuff started happening, right. and we were getting a massive. Uh, Kicks in the balls, um, you know, with all these with these bailouts, a seven hundred billion dollar bailout, all the debt that we're in, um, and and we're still not homeless on the street. I mean, we will, but yeah. but not right now. And I'm just, it's incredible how how uh, strong our economy was yeah, before this. No question about it. To be able I mean, to, to withstand all these hits. It's the strongest one, strongest economy uh, you know, of all time. But yeah. you know, obviously, like I said, we keep hearing about all this bad news, and it's just it's from every angle. And whether you know it's control, whether this is an, an economic 9-11, if you will, or whether it's just happening because it's happening because of nature, mm-hmm. uh, that's not the point. I mean, yes, that's important to know, of course. But the question I have is how much more can we honestly take and – you know, at what point do uh, do people really? I mean, we're already feeling the heat in so many ways. And then one good piece of news, Ben. I actually took a picture on my phone. I went to go get gas uh, two nights ago. One ninety nine a gallon at Mobile. Just, just at Mobile. 
just spent one eighty nine. I took a picture of it. I swear to God, I have the picture. I was going to upload. Just spent one eighty nine, dude, and it is the it is a wonderful wonderful feeling. I don't think it's going to last, but uh, it's it's a great well, whatever. It's a great thing. I'd say you know buy now, but th- there is their little piece of good news there. But unbelievable, right? I mean, it's just it's mind boggling how we've we've been on this huge roller coaster ride of you know four dollars and seventy nine cents a gallon, and now all of a sudden it's down to back back to you know previous uh, two thousand and four numbers, two thousand two numbers. Unbelievable. But uh, we're going to move on here. I do want to talk about this 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 i've been staring at this article for like the last week and i think it's so important to talk about it and something that's i think uh, very interesting because uh, we talked about education a little bit before and uh i have some more news about that and there's actually a great website that i, I do check it out it's ed news uh, education news but ednews.com and there's a lot of great stories out of that and you could really get to a good perspective, and it really deals with teacher issues and, and specific things that are going on. Oh, you in, know what we forgot to mention? We what's forgot that? to mention the DeadlineLive.info uh, chat oh, room. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and what's that's his name? happening right now. And what's yeah. his name? has been emailing us about that. Um, Mark did. Uh, Mark. Uh, sorry for getting, I'm not getting back to you on that. Sorry, it is Mark. DeadlineLive.info, uh, and you could go there and, and click on the chat button, um, and you'll you'll enter the chat room, and you could now, interact you, directly with us. Are you in the chat room right there now? Uh, I am, yep. That wasn't the one that was making noise, though, the other night. The ping pong. Beep. Boop. That that was yeah. Oh, it was, I mean, okay. the, the settings the sound are, off. The settings are turned off. <laughs> that was pretty funny. There, yeah. uh, anyway, so getting on this uh, new article, which I think is really important to understand, and, and you know, I'm glad that someone actually uh, wrote this. It's entitled "Google Generation Doesn't Need Rote Learning," and I mean, I've been bitching and moaning. Ah, yes. Uh, ben, I've been bitching and moaning about rote memorization as the only form of learning in this world ever. And this is before this you know, years before this article even came out. Uh, I'm sick and tired of people who, uh, out there who are considered smart because they can remember things. Monkeys can remember things. Uh, apple, you know, <laughs> applying the knowledge, I think, is what makes someone smart, but I'm going to shut up. Google generation doesn't need rote learning. School children no longer need to memorize facts and figures because everything they need is just a mouse click away, an Internet educator says. It would be better to teach children to think creatively so that they can interpret and apply knowledge they gained online, said Don Tapscott, author of best-selling book Wikonomics and the champion of the net generation. Teachers are no longer the fountain of knowledge. The Internet is, Mr. Tapscott told Times Online. Kids should learn about history to understand the world and why things are the way they are, but they don't need to know all the dates. It's enough that they know about the Battle of Hastings without having to memorize that it was in uh, one. It was in 1066. They can look up uh, that position and history with a click on Google. And the greatest thing is on this article... Well, this is, this is, and if you don't mind me interrupting no, you, man, this is the thing that... Um, that, that this is another other neocon strategy that they use. You call into to the neocons and you try to explain to them the geopolitical situation and mm-hmm. the economic situation out there and what's happening in the United States, um, and then they'll say to you, uh, wait a second, wait a second, and they'll put you through a little trivia quiz to make sure that you know, you know, the date that the founding fathers founded uh, the country and this. Yeah, and, and then and try to make you look stupid because you don't, you can't remember the date. Exactly. Never mind them. Go ahead. It's kind of like, I, I what's wrong it. with you? You're, you? You think you're so smart with your positions, your geopolitical positions, and your economic analysis, and then, but you can't, you can't get that date right. So we, you must be stupid. Get, well, it, get off my phone. It, it's common practice. Obviously, they're, they're, the point of them doing that is to discredit the messenger, um, as opposed to listen to the message. You know, never mind yeah. what you're saying. It's just, oh well, you have long hair. You must be a hippie, or you know, maybe you know. And, and if anybody yeah. out there who's well known comes out, of course they attack him or her for their past. Of course, Charlie Sheen's a, a pretty good example of that when he came out. Just it's, oh, he likes- well, he, you know, he's partied his whole life. What the hell could he know about terrorism? Also, what is he, a yeah. terrorist expert now? Well, Charlie Sheen should have come out on this show, man. 
Yeah. Because then, then yeah, when they get, right. you know, they've been like, it would have been like, so what? You slept with a couple of hookers. What, what's the big yeah. deal? You know, what's, what's we would be asking you about that. Like, never mind 9-11, Charlie. So tell yeah. me about the hookers. No. Uh, no, <laughs> What's it's the terrible. most beautiful woman you've ever slept with, Charlie? <laughs> yeah. No, and, 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 pictures? and no. instead, Jones is out there apologizing for him. Yeah, ah, you know, he's done some bad stuff in the past. Be like, he slept with hookers. What well, do you, that's what I'm saying. Who cares? I mean, that, that, but that, that's where that's where they get us. And that's yeah. where the, popul- the population has this mentality that, oh, my God, you know, unless someone is a perfect Christian or perfect person, they can never... We uh, have, never have a good point, but we'll talk about this and a lot more when we get back. We have some alternative schooling emerging as well, so we'll talk about that. Stay tuned, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. 
Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? Check this out. Freedom Underground Radio. Yeah, we were talking during the break, and, and I guess we... Yeah, yeah like up. a stroke of brilliance, Ben. I had a great idea. I never, I, never thought not, of it. Not really brilliant, but, uh, you know... It's a good idea, though. Well, for, you know, a lot of, in, in the spirit of the show, since it is a test... Uh, kind of a test week. Let's call it a test week. It's a test week. So, you know, we figured Friday we'll, we'll tally up the votes on Carl Rove. Yes. And we will uh, also play the uh, Best of Animal Farm uh, clip. Well, you know, we we'll do, just for the fans' sake, we'll try to get away from all the bad and horrible news. But you know something ridiculous is going to break Friday that yeah, we're going to yeah. have to talk about. But, yeah, the idea you had was, I mean, we've put together, during that two-month-plus uh, couple-weeks break that we took between WTPRN and, of course, now WFE Radio, uh-huh. uh, I was sitting there with you you and I both, and, and even Pyth in some regards, we put together the best of, at least what we thought was the best of, which ended up being just a lot of perverted and, and funny things. <laughs> yeah. yeah not really any good commentary, but no, no. Uh, on YouTube, folks, you can, by the way, check out us our YouTube clips, uh, youtube.com slash the Animal Farm Show, I believe yeah. that's what it is. Or you could just go right to animalfarmshow.com and click the YouTube link, and it'll yeah. take you right there. Of course. And, if, you know, they're on the YouTube page. We have the uh, Jason Burmis interview. We have the David Bloom and the, you know, the many great interviews that we've done over time. We have the Alex Jones hijacking and the Jack Blood interview that and bastard. that rat. And, uh, and I'm going to upload the rest of them soon. But in addition to that, you can also check out the Farm's Funniest Moments and some of the best of them. And that's kind of what we're talking about. Maybe we'll play those moments live on the air because it's cool. And we want to say thank you to the fans and all that. Um, and before we talk about this next article, I also want to play this this kind of new bumper that we put together, uh, I guess, late in our WTPRN careers that really does thank the fans and some of the great praises that we've gotten yeah. uh, over the phone. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, what do you got there when we come back? Well, uh, What we, is this subject? We have the replacement for uh, the Meet the Press. Um, you know, oh, Tim Russell right. died, and, did, and, yeah. and they have announced their replacement. So uh, we're, we're going to get into that. All right, folks, when we get back, we'll talk about that. But here's a little uh, something for the fans, basically them thanking us, and we wanted to put it together. Stay, and stay tuned. The knowledge I'd like is who keeps stealing the milk and apples? It's time to thank all you Greek fans. Moving very funny, and they have sound effects throughout the entire program. Oh, yeah. 
And there you go, a little something for you. And, that, and that's yep. the other thing, too. Remember all those phones? Ah, remember phone lines? But, uh, yeah, I, that's one person we haven't heard from in a long time. There's Jeffrey from Kentucky. Absolutely. Oh, someone's, someone's ringing. No, that's just your sound effects. That's just been, <laughs> that's just been on the soundboard. Pretending to be Pyeth. Pretending to be Pyeth. And doing a horrible job. <laughs> Meanwhile, it, some people way. were emailing us, like, you got to tell Pyeth to do this. And I'm like, Pyeth wasn't even here. <laughs> I guess people don't even know. Oh! People don't even notice that he's gone. That's okay. Now, we miss him deeply. And um, hopefully by Monday we should be right back to to crazy Pyeth and crazy Animal Farm stuff. But you did have this article, Ben, and let's just talk about it. Go ahead. Tim Russert, uh, who was the man behind Meet the Press, he did. He's he's died, yes. Um, and now they've they've announced his replacement. So um, it's actually going to be David Gregory from NBC News. Okay. And they've uh, he's they've settled on him for their choice to be successor to Tim. Ru- uh, Russert in the uh, role of moderator of its longtime Sunday discussion program, Meet the Press, uh, but the network has not finalized the deal. And NBC uh, executive said last Tuesday, this is an old article, but yeah, I figured I would is... just <clears throat> put it out there for people that uh, that just didn't know. You know. Well, there you go, Ben, and we, we all appreciate that here. And uh, of course, we, we left off with this education article, and ultimately, you know, finally someone saying it, and finally getting enough coverage that we need to stop being, you know, stop teaching our children to be monkeys. Monkey yes. see, monkey do. Enough of this is this is crazy. Um, and, and of course, Mark Twain with the famous quote, something along the lines of, uh, "Don't let uh, school interfere with your education." And I agree with that too. I think parents have to take the ball and run, and they they should be more responsible, and they should make sure that these kids don't just have school as their education. Because that's not what it's all about. School, I mm-hmm. think, frankly, I think school is a lot more about, you know, learning about people and how to interact with people. Because how many, how much crap do you honestly remember from high school or middle school or elementary? Not much, at least in my brain. Yeah. But anyway, so this this new thing, and especially the, the greatest part of this article is the picture of this little girl, and she's got a phone in her hands, you know. And it's like the, the point of the article is saying, look, we stop teaching these kids rote memorization. They can get their answers from Google and the internet. Let's start thinking uh, yeah. creatively. Let's start finding ways to ultimately apply this knowledge. And then, of course, like I said uh, last segment, that this website, ednews.com, I think is a great site, and that's where I get a lot of my educational news, of course. Um, and it does have a lot of these... Um these types of articles, and this one that came out, I think I did put this on the website to so check it out on animalfarmshow.com, and it's entitled Alternative Schooling Emerges, and I, I'm not going to read it because it's not really an article that you'd read. It's more, it just more documents a, a couple of teachers' experience about how they're trying to change education and how much backlash teachers receive from the Board of Education, from yep. parents, from teachers, from administrators. And it's not just like, it's not You're just. not allowed uh, to teach, man. Well, but it's not even, you know, they're actually making an attempt, you know, God forbid, mm-hmm. to change the education system by changing the curriculum. Yeah. And my God, Ben, I mean, they're they're being cast out as, as an adversary to the educational system. Their credibility is questioned. Uh, they have all kinds of roadblocks thrown in their way. They're, they're outnumbered, like, you know, because God knows what the te- teachers' unions and all all the other things that go on. Um, it's, it just goes on and on and on. So I, I definitely check it out if you get a chance. It's by David Kirkpatrick, and it's a, it's a really good article. And I, I mean, you know, maybe I have too much interest in this t- subject, but uh, it, it's it's really important. I think obviously we got to be you know make sure that we're teaching the uh, youth of America. And since everything is focused around the children, you know, oh, we have to have all kinds of safety precautions because God forbid the children get hurt. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to play that role as well. I'm saying, look, let's teach them how to take care of themselves and stop babying them like little bitches. Uh, and then there's also one more uh, great story or article, I should say, that comes out, has come out today, I think, and it's called We the People Must Unite for Our Rights. And it has a lot to do with this p- specific issue that education system is failing 
all of us. Yeah. And even though t- uh, parents are failing their children as well, um, it, it's an interesting thing because we, as parents, or you as parents or parents in this country, really have no alternative other than homeschooling, which a lot of times is not really an option. So yeah. there's, there's a lot of information, folks, and I suggest check it out. So there's my little, there's my little rant. I'll, I'll stop talking now. Well, um, until you stop talking. Bush FCC chairman uh, is considering porn-free internet. Uh, Bush Federal uh, Communications Commission chairman Kevin Martin is still considering a proposal to create a free porn-free internet. According to uh, today's Wall Street Journal, uh, the free internet plan is the most controversial issue an agency uh, will tackle in December. Mr. Martin shelved plans to consider a wider variety of of sticky issues. Uh, Yeah, pending at the agency, including (laughs) a request by the Hollywood studio to hobble TVs and set-top boxes so studios can offer copy-protected theatrical releases sooner. Uh, the proposal to allow no smut free wireless internet service is part of a proposal to auction off a chunk of airwaves. The winning bidder would be required to set aside a quarter uh, of the airwaves for a free internet service. The winner could establish a paid service that would have a fast wireless internet connection. The free service could be slower and would be required to filter out pornography and other material not suitable for children. The FCC's proposal mirrors a plan offered by M2Z Networks, uh, Inc., a startup backed uh, by Kleiner Perkins Caulfield and Byers partnered to uh, uh, John Doerr. So I guess they're trying to reward these companies um, <clears throat> or, or these companies are giving away free internet service to people uh, as long as they stop putting porn or, or blocking the access of porn. Yeah. yeah, and we've heard a lot about you know this type of thing where they want to regulate the internet and folks, it's, just, it's not going to happen yeah. uh, for a lot of reasons, but we'll get don't to that. Don't regulate sexuality either, for yeah, Christ's sake. Yeah, and we're talking about maybe this more UK syndrome stuff where a city now in the UK is choosing to ban swearing to clean up Christmas or something like that. We'll talk about that much more <laughs> on the other side. Stay with us, folks. Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. 
Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2. 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238, 1-866-762-9238, or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M. Radio. Kick it. Freedom Underground. Radio. So we can't seem to get an answer. I guess I think our show is sounding fine. Paul uh, from Illinois just emailed us and said that uh, the whole show has sounded pretty good so far. He's been listening yep. to the whole thing, and he says he, uh, he really enjoyed it. So thank you very much, Paul, for listening. We appreciate you listening, and, and hopefully, God willing, by the end of this week or hopefully by Monday, we can get some phones in this place and start hearing from you because that is such a huge part of the show. I mean, yeah. you know, it's great that Ben and I rant and we're perverted and all that stuff, but it, it really <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, we, we love hearing from you, and we really do miss the, the commentary, especially from the, uh, the Jeffrey Humphreys of the world, you know, the yeah. veterans of this world in this country that can really give us some good insight about what we talk about. And speaking of perversion, I don't want to get off that topic, well, of course. Yeah. You have something to add there, Ben? Yeah, well, believe it or not, man, I actually get more slack for my pervertedness on this show than I do for my political beliefs. <laughs> I <laughs> guess I just... That's what you're known. You know, it's like Tony, the crazy coffee-drinking nut, and Ben, the, per- <laughs> the perverted, uh, you know... The poop The guy who should uh, be in jail yeah. right now. And yeah. Speaking of perverted guys in jail, or now in jail, we do have an update on the butt bandit. Thank you again, Leonard. We talked about the butt <laughs> bandit, uh, the guy who, I guess, in... Uh, Nebraska smearing uh, Vaseline on his anus and just putting it all over windows and you know I guess some you know to each their oh, own man. to each their own Ben I can't figure out what people do you know it doesn't got, get much fun we got than men that, hitting women with burgers you know McDonald's hamburgers and you know and all the this, world is a farm yeah, ladies all, and gentlemen. yeah drugs for exactly that's exactly why the, the world this country is a friggin farm 
We got, you know, and uh, healthy people are taking drugs now, and now we have the man who is now dubbed the butt bandit for making greasy imprints. Uh, but and it wasn't just his butt. Now we talked. He he did the frontal part of his body he too. Did some he, and berry, yes, uh, he did his groin area. He did smear that, which I guess, hey, if you're going to go for the butt, you might as well go for the groin as well. He imprinted <laughs> these things um, of his his parts on windows in the north central Nebraska city of Valentine. He has now been sentenced to more than a year in jail. So folks, if you were thinking of uh, going out there for fun and smearing your private parts on windows, I suggest uh, finding something else to do. You know, go buy an Xbox or something like that. <laughs> Cherry <laughs> County attorney Eric Scott says police caught 35-year-old Thomas Larvey in the act on a November 19th. Again, we, we did report on this. Uh, Scott says Larvey was sentenced Thursday to 13 and a half months in jail after being convicted of eight misdemeanor counts. <laughs> Public indi- This guy was covered eight times. Wow, man. <laughs> for disturbing the peace. I mean, you know, figure eventually he was just asking for it. Yeah. But um, there you go. And then one more ridiculous piece of news, I guess. Like I always say to quote Keith Oberman, the ridiculous item of the day. I talked about this before the break. Where City Hall... Uh, bosses trying to prevent booze-fueled Christmas bad behavior, and they have now banned swearing on the streets and uh. put up signs using slang to get the message across. Preston Council's Respect Our City campaign advertises a number of rules in an attempt to make sure revelers do not cause misery for residents and businesses over the festive period. Signs around the land... Lancashire, Lancashire City list, quote, rules round towns such as no effin' and jeffin' and no aggro. Other reminders are no pavement pizza, which shows a character being sick in the street, and don't pee antisocial, which depicts someone urinating in a public place. So, yes, it seems like this is a pretty big party uh, town, and it looks like they're trying to clean it up, especially for the Christmas holidays. The campaign is also designed to clamp down on swearing, spitting, litter dropping, and dog fouling. <laughs> um, police can give... What is dog? Dog I, I, you know, I think it's when dogs uh, drop a loaf on the street or whatever. Ah. Police can give out fixed pe- loaf. Yeah, butt loaf. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get we'll get back to that in a minute. Never mind the news. The police though can give out a fixed penalty notices of up to eighty pounds, I guess, for various public order offenses. Which mean eighty pounds, it's like one hundred and twenty dollars, something like that. While council officers can impose a seventy-five dollar pound uh, fee on the spot fine for litter litter offenses. So yeah, I mean you litter, you get over a hundred dollar fine basically. So that's wow. that's the UK for you, and uh, you know worldwide. I mean I guess you know trying to clean up the streets, Ben. But uh, we'll get into maybe Petraeus. And now with now 20,000 additional troops now for the Afghan war. And, of course, this is right up Obama's uh, new change that we're going to get, the new change. I mean, yeah, theoretically, it is a change. We are getting change, and that is perhaps maybe less for Iraq, more for Afghan. We'll get to mm-hmm. that. But more importantly, uh, once again, folks, a Buttloaf, Brown Streak, and Dingleberry are the three <laughs> names that you can vote for Carl Rove. And it will be printed on the Animal Farm deck of cards, which we will be selling one day once we've completed it. Ben, is re- this is really Ben's project. Like I said, this is you, Ben. I want you to keep track of this. Yeah. You're the good guy with names. You, Glenn Beck officially is the turd, mm-hmm. right? Correct? Yep. And yep. so I want people to kind of recognize these things. And um, so you can vote one of those three names. Once again, Brown Streak, Dingleberry, or Buttloaf. That's for Carl Rove. You can get in touch with us at in- info at animalfarmshow.com. I'll try again. Info at animalfarmshow.com. Got to slow down a little bit here. Uh, instant message for AIM is Animal Farm Show, at least for now. And, of course, deadlinelive.info is the chat room. Um, and if, for you ladies, you can call me on my personal line, which you should already have. Ben, what are the, what's the tally right now? Tell me. Uh, four Dingleberry. 
Five, four, four for Dingleberry. Yes, five for Butt Love. Great. And two for Brown Streak. We got two now for Brown Streak. So Brown yeah. Streak is now just got another one. And it's coming girl, up at the nowhere. Your girlfriend's but, uh, pick. Your girlfriend liked the Brown Streak. She did. Yeah. Great. All right. Good. So hopefully, I, I hope we're like building some momentum. Maybe we can make this like an internet thing. I don't know. Maybe we could really use the. Uh, the support. Anyway, General Petraeus <laughs> is calling for more U.S. troops for the Afghanistan war. Of course. You know, why not? We, we should just, everybody should go to war. I think we should have a draft. Because <laughs> this way to get our asses out of the studio and we don't have to worry about any more audio issues. General says... Killing a little more efficient. This is crazy. I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable. Uh, Rome, uh, 20,000 additional troops sought by American commanders for the NATO mission in Afghanistan would come from the United States. With any additional increase supplied by allies, the U.S. general who oversees the Afghan war said this Tuesday, General David Petraeus, who is heard of U.S. head, excuse, who's head of U.S. Central Command, was asked at an American institute. I can't even read it. You know, was asked at an American institute in Rome where he gave a speech about beefing up troops in Afghanistan. There are more than 60,000 foreign troops in Afghanistan, just over half of whom are from the U.S. And I have to skip the stupid advertisement for you know mortgage approval, whatever. U.S. troop levels are already at their highest level since 2001, U.S.-led invasion of Af- Af- Afghanistan, to oust the Taliban government after September 11 of terrorist attacks. But American commanders are seeking 20,000 more troops to stem the violence that has engulfed parts of the country. U.S. President-elect Barack Obama has also called for increasing troop numbers in Afghanistan. The increase of, quote, somewhere around 20,000 or so, end quote, would come, another quote, on the U.S. side, Petraeus told his audience, which included Italian military officers and political and strategic analysts. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we, this is nothing new. We know yeah. Obama's uh, all about this. I mean, you know, well, the change you can believe in is just more war, which is it is a change. Yeah. It's changed from war to more war. So well, that's, it's changed from Iraq li- <clears throat> to Afghanistan. He didn't lie. Yeah, um, so and that was, but that was one of the things that you know, we, when we when we first started going to war with these two countries, mm-hmm. uh, then you know, like I said before, the neocons went on national television and they compared it to, to walking and chewing bubblegum at the same time. <laughs> yeah, they said we can walk and chew bubblegum at the same time, and they compared fighting two wars. Yeah. So now that I guess we're uh, doing better in Iraq than we did, maybe uh, you know, killing less innocent civilians than we were before, uh, we now have to go to Afghanistan and, and kind of balance that situation. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, well, you got to clear your throat there, man. I don't know. You're, are you getting sick again? <clears throat> I am getting sick. Jesus yep. H, God. Oh, you, get, you just, you know, everybody's getting sick here. I'm not, thank God I haven't gotten sick this year yet. I usually get sick around October, and I, I got past that. But, yeah, uh, you sucky, know, but. And reflect back to yesterday when we did eventually cover the World Factbook out of CIA.gov, and uh, where we learned that uh, as far as current uh, country account balances go, China is in, number, in first place, and the United States is in last out of 188 Mm-hmm. Listed countries, uh, we are now negative seven hundred thirty-one billion two hundred million. Yeah, as far as our account balance goes, so that's good. And like you said, Ben, the Animal Farm Radio Show is a richer entity than the United States of America, which is, I guess, really uh, sad. As <laughs> sad as I'm in the word, but uh, it is what it is. And um, so there you go. There's a little bit of you know, kind of geopolitics going on. We're gonna keep fighting these wars, and hopefully, you know, hopefully one day, Ben, we could just rid the entire world of terrorism. Um, never going to happen. In fact, we're just going to increase it like we've been doing. But let's just, you know, keep fighting these wars. And then a uh, quick shift 
I don't know. I have some science news. I have some health news. I don't know what to talk about at this point, but I do want to kind of get it all in before the end of the show because we always get the, you know, we, always, we don't have a power segment because Pete's yeah. on here. We haven't done it ourselves, but we always seem to, like, run right into the end of the show. Anyway, uh, real quick, uh, out of Geneva, this is another great article sent to us, I think, by Leonard. I'm not sure. I, I'm having trouble keeping track, but it is about the melamine. It is about aspartame. Now, okay, out of Mercola.com, I had the article that I posted online. It should be on our website under the delicious uh, bookmark section. This is different. This is at a CBS News, and it's entitled, Who Sets Limits? on use of melamine, and basically, uh, you know, it says, who expert panel says food should contain no melamine, but that small amount is tolerable. Now, of course, HWO is the World Health the World Health Organization. That's what they mean by who. Yeah. And they said on Friday that tiny traces of the chemical melamine are not harmful in most foods, except baby formula, but it joined the U.S. and the EU in setting a strict limit that regulators should impose before pulling products off the shelf. So it's like we can't have poison, but we could have a little poison because that's okay for babies. <laughs> little, little poison is tolerable. You know, the people should be able to deal with a little poison. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, we can't come up with a sweetener that's not poisonous. Uh, melamine was recently found to have contaminated milk products around the world and has been implicated in the sickening of nearly 300,000 babies in China. Incredible, 300. Man. Thousand babies, over a quarter million babies, they have gotten sick in China, and they've, they've, they've killed at least six infants there. Wow, this is great, uh, unbelievable. A meeting of you know, our government's not doing anything. No, to well, you know, I, I, Ben, I can't even talk to people about aspartame. They look like I, they look at me like I'm a friggin' idiot. Like I have eight friggin' heads because it is an addictive substance, and yeah. I don't care what anybody says. If you if you know anybody who drinks diet soda, they drink it. A lot, and and Ben, I know you. I know you have someone in your close family there. We uh, won't mention names, but a meeting of food no safety, names. A meeting of food safety experts held in WHO in Ottawa, Canada, decided on Friday that while there is no good reason to have any melamine in food products at all, a maximum of 0.2 milligrams of melamine per kilogram of body weight can be tolerated per day. So you know what? Yeah. That's like saying, you know what? You can have a little poison each day. It's no big deal. Your body can metabolize it. So eat well, drink well, folks. Take as much medication as you can and believe everything the government says, and you should be just fine in this country. Oh, remember to vote, too. Email yeah. us and vote. <laughs> yeah, don't, for, don't forget to vote. Buttloaf, Brown Streak, and Dingleberry. That's for Carl Rove. The, uh, the, not the Al-Qaeda deck of cards, but the Animal Farm deck of cards. We will be <laughs> back tomorrow, God willing, if my patients uh, can hold it. Tomorrow night, 6 to 8 Eastern time so we shall talk to you then take care thanks for everything folks we'll talk to you tomorrow